Dee Dee Moonflyer here. Welcome to the Twilight Tonic Podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Tonight on the Twilight Tonic, happy fifth anniversary to Howie and Kat on the Riff. How are you guys? Doing really good, doing really good. Um, yeah, we're terribly excited today. And it was really cool because today is the day of the Riff Radio Podcast's five-year anniversary. When you gave me the date, I was like, this is absolutely perfect. Woo, <laughs> Fantastic, guys. Congratulations. That is wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You guys are amazing. Tell me what is going on with you guys in the paranormal world. Wow. You name it. Um, We're still taking kind of an easy route about things. you know, we were cranking up our paranormal journey again, which is the uh, episode we do. We do live feeds like that mm-hmm. on historic locations, not just paranormal, mm-hmm. um, but in things that intrigue us about the Richmond area and going out to uh, the mountain and going to the ocean. And we get to go all over the place with it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that um, of course, you were asking and saying something about the 360 cabin. Yep, we are now promotional sponsors of the 360 cabin and historic McKinville Turnpike. Oh, okay. Tell people what the 360 cabin is. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, 360 cabin itself is a location um, that is in the middle of Bethanyville Church Battlefield. Uh, during the Civil War. Uh, now, it's got a lot more than that because the cabin itself was only built back in the 80s. Wow. Uh, it's got another part to it, which is called the Rancher, which <laughs> is next. Um, that house was built back, I do believe, in the 60s or the 50s. But that's where um, all the bad stuff happened, was at mm. the Rancher. And then behind... 
the cabin itself is seven acres uh, of historic uh, Civil War trails where both Union and Confederate soldiers marched. Um, there is a tale about how a letter was found by Union or Federal soldier writing back to his family saying, this may be the last letter I write. Um, we are heading to Cold Harbor tomorrow. So, yeah. Um, also, history has said of the uh, the boy that carried the flag, the oh. Confederate flag. Um, one of the uh, the flag bearer was running into battle and got shot, and the the uh, Confederate flag fell. Well, the little boy, I would say maybe eight or nine, I, I don't know his oh age, but goodness. I grabbed the flag and started running with the flag. So that was interesting. Oh, um, I would assume that. Wow, a child. Yeah, um, the rancher itself. Uh, a murder took place at the rancher. Unfortunately, it was a very gruesome murder um, where it happens that the murderer is alive. <clears throat> uh, he just got bail last year, what? unfortunately. Yeah. Um, he had murdered his sister uh, <gasps> and claimed that there was negative energies or spirits that made him do it. And then he said he couldn't remember what happened. And it was a whole lot of interesting stuff. But they had. Wow. And Dennis Eslock are the curators of the location. And Ryan Jones's father, uh, Jones Realtor, is the one that owns the property at the time. When they were uh, doing cleanup in the back of the rancher, uh, because the parents had moved and all that, that's when they had found uh, Melissa's body uh, in a refrigerator box. <gasps> and, yeah, he had shot her three or four times uh, with a high caliber weapon. And then he himself took off um, and they found him somewhere in North Carolina a couple of days later and had him brought back to Virginia um, where he served his served time. Let's put it that way. I don't think he served his time, but he served time at the Pamunkey um, Correctional Facility. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's not You've been busy. So what's your upcoming stuff happening? Um, well, like I said, we're looking about getting paranormal journeys back on the road. Um, we also actually have uh, a new um, show that's coming out. That starts in two weeks. That's uh, Haunted Tales from Old Rocking Chair with uh, Sherry Lynn. We're excited about that. Oh my goodness, uh, that's wonderful. I can't. We got another show coming out with five wonderful young ladies from Pennsylvania um, that are in college students that uh, are just going to blow people's minds. Um, I'm just so excited to bring them to the air, too. Uh, as far as Kat and I, uh, and our team, you know, we're working really with uh, Dennis and Ryan right now doing some independent research. Um, I, I'd rather do independent research than to do locations. Well, or right now we're doing mostly just private locations anyway because yeah. of the whole COVID. COVID has made it very difficult to do almost any of the things that we want to do. Yeah, that's true. Very so true. <laughs> I wish it would go away soon. Yeah, unfortunately, I think yeah, we're going to head for worse. a round two. 
Yeah. Because what CNN did to employees for not having the COVID shot. Yep. (gasps) What was that? Did did I hear you right? Say it again, Kat. CNN just fired two employees for not having the COVID shot. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Uh, So... <laughs> you know, it's it's like I I feel like I'm living in a science fiction. Yeah, it is a science fiction. You look, turn on the sci-fi channel. I'm sure there's a movie that's just about like that. Oh my gosh, I remember when COVID first came out and all these like movies came out about pandemics. I was like, oh no no no! Right. <laughs> Here we go. I'm like that. That can't be good energy, guys. Why are you doing this? <laughs> and the worst part is that COVID has doesn't have a higher killer killing rate than the flu. No. The flu kills more people in a year than than COVID ever did. It's it's just a crazy time period. That's all I gotta say. I just feel like I'm living in a crazy time period. I feel like I'm Alice in Wonderland right now. Well, we're just living in a dare I say this in a biblical times. Yeah. Um, to, you use a quote of uh, Melissa Leeper. Um, definitely would agree with that. We're definitely in a period of time where there's confusion and there's change. There's expansion. Absolutely. And awakening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're moving into, someone told me, the fourth dimension. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like walking through that tunnel of darkness and party webs to get to where we need to be apparently exactly exactly and it's not an easy journey <laughs> oh you know what? i'm gonna bring something real quick because i had a I had a brain blast today and i'm, I'm glad we're all on and i want to talk about it uh, thunderstorms and all that stuff we we always indicate thunderstorms could be um something to help and research a paranormal yes has anyone ever thought that maybe thunderstorms actually causes or it brings over uh, dimensional beings and it, it, it can create doorways? I was thinking about that today. I mean, it's electrifying the air. Yeah. Really. yeah. So what, what if that dimension with that thunderstorm is actually just a dimensional opening? How many people have ever thought about that? It's not uh, natural. Well, every sci-fi I mean, movie, science. every sci-fi movie before they go to the portal, it's a, it's a storm they're going into. Everyone, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What well, you know when you uh, during a thunderstorm or right before when you walk outside, that feeling, your hair, you know, on the back of your neck standing up, that whole vibration. Yeah, that would make complete sense. Well, yeah, because the electromagnetic field is is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the the massive movement of electrons hitting protons. Wow. I mean, it. and maybe with that thought, this is why we have static clouds, because maybe static clouds are just dimensional gates. Oh, I just blew my own mind. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's an interesting theory. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it makes sense. It. We're full of it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I've been full of it all week. So you know what can I say? We're doing good. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Between going to work, coming home, being exhausted, and night with you guys, what more can a woman want? Right? 
Yeah, we all got our drinky drink and we're all relaxing and taking it easy and having a great conversation on this show. I am so happy to be on air with you. On I this know, night. you guys rock. Hey, it works. I know. <laughs> so I am so proud of you guys. Five years. Five years. Five years. What an adventure. It has been a true adventure um, from the very beginning of starting this network with Sheila Gay, God rest her heavenly soul. Jaren, um, 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 wow, so many names, so many people to thank, so many people to, oh, to acknowledge. Will Gay, her husband, who helped us, John Covey and Deb Covey that were there and helped us, supported us, um, all the hosts. Uh, the many shows that we've had on that have gone on to do their own shows or doing their own thing now. Uh, that would be Ariana Cherry and uh, her wonderful husband. Wow. Um, she was an incredible co-host. Um, co-hosts such as uh, Dr. Don Rogers, uh, Karen Smurl, uh, again, John Covey. Um, I've had uh, Carlton Clark another spiritualist uh, as my co-host and in the network itself, we've got to give props to Buffy Ruckman, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Kirby Dupree. Uh, if it wasn't for them, this network probably would have never even lifted off the air because they were Sheila's support. They were Sheila's rock. Mm-hmm. So just coming through all of this to where we are now and then looking at the network getting ready to expand again, it's a, it's a great, Great feeling. Wow. Amazing. What a wonderful time you guys had. We've had some great guests on our show alone on the Orion Effect. We've had some really interesting characters. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's that's the beauty of podcasting. I think you meet such interesting people. It, it is. And it allows you to be able to reach out and speak to these people. Mm, exactly. Uh, you know, you find out that people are willing to talk. And when you find those people that are willing to talk and then you find out they're real people, they're, yeah. they're no different than anyone else. I just like listening to other people's theories and mm-hmm. perception. And, so and I can- I'm just like you guys are. I like hearing their theories. I like hearing about their religious, whatever. It's just really cool. Yeah. Oh, religion, spiritualist, uh, you know, the whole paranormal package or the para package. The para package. <laughs> I'm an omnius, so I believe that there's there's legit in every religion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. The the last guest I had on was probably my I had such a good time. Um it was Father Sebastian. Have you guys heard of him? I have not. Vampire. Oh, oh, wait. Yes, not. He's a Thane Smith. You guys would have loved him. Oh, gosh. No, he's not. That's not the 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 evil preacher, is it? No, 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 no. No. Now. <laughs> yeah, you guys would have been like, wow. And then I have so many wonderful guests on here. I have you guys. I have Jason Schneider. Ah. Oh my goodness, Melissa from Washington, wonderful, and Julie Scott, phenomenal, mm. and 
oh gosh, so many guests. I've, I've fallen in love with them. <laughs> it becomes a family, doesn't it? Podcasters, if you're a true podcaster and you're really hard into the field and you really believe uh, that this is working, we, we become a big family. And, you know, people get tired of going, okay, well, you're having that same person on that this person had. But you know what? It, it's not like that. You get to find your favorite hear different theories every show they're on right well i mean yeah every every conversation is going to be different right the questions are going to be different i mean unless you're going by some standard questionnaire which would make your show very boring anyway yeah yeah sometimes we like to open a can of what the hell that was just said you know (laughs) (laughs) well i think we're in a field though we're going to say that to ourselves quite a bit sometimes right guys (laughs) This is true. Oh, that is for sure. This is true. Well, you know what? That's one of the reasons I changed up on how I do my podcast and how it's formatted comparatively to some of the others because mm-hmm. I old school radio from here in Richmond and I thought about it and then I was thinking about different other people and what catches the listener's attention. And then I realized, you know, if you add that classic applause Mm-hmm. Just write, you like something or, you know, someone says something really brilliant. If you hit that wave and you just hear the applause, that catches the listener's attention. So that was another thing that we changed. And, you know, a lot of our guests like that. They like the acknowledgement that not only are we saying it, but the studio audience enjoys it too. Absolutely. Oh, pars more. Oh, they love they love it when you mess technical with technical difficulties. Oh, technical are, difficulties. Yeah, See, <laughs> that's only because I'm the one doing. It. <laughs> that just makes our life fun. It just makes it fun, you know. It does. She likes to rip me. Kim likes to rip me, and you know what? It's all good. You know, I used- Don't let him think he doesn't do it back, though. Oh, I do. I do it in my own way. <laughs> you might, but you know, us girls always win. <laughs> and now for something completely different. <laughs> that's when, that's why mine went upstairs <laughs> he's like i'm gonna let you talk bye Give me a drink i need it <laughs> I, I know and the poor guy has to like he edits and does everything technical awesome see we're good for something <laughs> <laughs> not that i don't want to learn it because we do right cat oh no when he has when he's got bad issues he comes to me <laughs> bacon powder spank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can't get it to work let me see and i fix it uh, that's do what I- oh please here <laughs> we go. tell them how it is what's that smell <laughs> tell them how it is. <laughs> it's so true ask cat I swear, we fix things. That's what women do. We do. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. If, if there is a ghost that is upset, you're going to call us girls. No. <laughs> it's so true, right, Kat? You get a woman ghost that's upset, you want us women around. I've actually dealt with a ghost that didn't want a man to talk. It was, it was absolutely hilarious. No, it was. 
it was it was it was an old mill building in uh, in in <laughs> Rollinsford, New Hampshire. This is before she we got together. Mm. And it was it was the, it was the funniest thing is we had a flashlight session going where we were asking questions and we were getting you know legit responses, but every time our male asked a question, the no flashlight would come on. Oh, mm-hmm. and then do not want him to talk, and the yes flashlight would come on. <laughs> And then as soon as he would open his mouth to say anything, the no flashlight would come on. Yeah. It was so hilarious. You know, that's the funny part, too, because when we were at St. Albans on the top, where all the women would stay, you remember, Mm -hmm. I I would start, you know, doing a little singing or whatever, Mm -hmm. and the woman's voice came across, like, please stop. (laughs) (laughs) That was on uh, Britney's app. We were running a voice uh, we heard a couple things, and then what, what, I was playing something. I was playing trigger items and music, mm-hmm. and the funniest things that would come across, like "Oh Lord, not again," stuff like that. So it was really <laughs> funny. It was really funny. We've had some interesting times with that. Oh, I bet. I mean, wow. If you think about it, remember they're just out of their body suits. It, exactly. Some they're still them. right. They're still. Um, they're still. There's still something there that's absolutely. If, if that if that was a person at one time that, or maybe it's a frequency. Transferred. It, maybe it could it just be frequency. frequencies that yeah. work better with different frequencies. Each one People, of us have our own frequency, right. so that, you know that. that's why when you know you walk into one place, one of the um, investigators will have an experience but when you go to the next place it would be a completely different investigator with an experience yeah because different well when we go to the cabin and we do the show at the cabin we get different responses comparatively to going there and investigate Uh, i can't roll a whole lot of times at all when we've investigated and gotten anything but when we're just there setting up the studio or just there for the day talking and laughing they're all over us i remember um, Kat was uh, up visiting her son. Oh, was it that time? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was when I was in a hip. Yeah. Um, I was in the bathroom and I heard. Uh, and this Dennis, is at the cabinet 360. Right. This is the cabinet 360. Wow. Um, Dennis and Ryan come through the door and I heard one of them say, Hey, are you here? I'm like, Yeah, I'm in the toilet. I'll be out in a minute. <laughs> I come out and nobody's there. Nobody. And I even heard the door shut. So oh I'm my like, goodness! Oh, yeah, so you have those. That I think they they're more socially interactive when they know they're not on the stage. Sure, absolutely. Because the spirit down at Selma, they don't want you to video in the basement. It yeah, it's, if you if you're doing a Facebook and you go down the stairs, as soon as you get to a certain threshold, it shuts your Facebook Live down. Yep, that's some. And if you bring a, a video recorder down there, mm-hmm. it, it kills. It likes to manipulate. So it does not want to be videoed. And, you know, I think that's like a preference that they, they most of them have. I don't yeah. think they want it out there. I think they want to communicate with us, but I think it want, they want to do it on a personal level oh, and not teams. on a grandstand level. And I don't think yeah. we're... Not a circus act. No, I, I don't think we're emotionally getting it. Right. It's not 
you know, proving they're there. It's about actually having a conversation and, and trying to find out, you know, who this is. Oh, mer- um, emotional what and spiritual. Is. I think it's both, both emotional and spiritual. Sure. Right level. So I need, I need the, to have a process. If you think about it, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. If you and I met and people were videotaping us out of the blue, we'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, or a little bit more worse, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but that's a good point. I it's, mean, it really, so we know, all right, the one thing is about the paranormal, we don't know. We don't know anything. We right. think we do, but we don't. We thought that it was only a certain amount of um, people. You know, our spirits. But now we've come to that it's such a wide, open variety of different entity spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't, you don't know who you, what you're dealing with, and that's mm-hmm. another direction. Instead uh, of asking it, who are you, we yeah. should be asking what are you? And where are you from? What are you? What are you? You know, is mm-hmm. it extraterrestrial? Is it um, just a time void? I yeah. mean, um, what is it? Exactly. Are we are we reaching in the past? and talking to the past or are we looking in the future i mean it's you know it's the same thing as an emf mm-hmm. and i actually got into this uh with a group member uh on facebook at one point uh, of them saying well we know it's paranormal well how do you know well we we know that emf no no <laughs> yeah. give me start can you prove it to me well uh, uh i'm like that's right you're a ghost hunter the fact is, EMF is merely a tool which we think registers activity. Okay, that's a theory. It's not proven. Even though the Ryan Institute has done so much research, mm-hmm. it's only a tool. And, and that's what people got to remember, that when we're doing this, we're using tools. It doesn't matter if it's divination or if it's scientific, to gather information to get a result. And you know, whatever's out there is just laughing. I was going, you're idiots. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, it's kind of interesting because I've had people tell me because we're going through change. We're going mm-hmm. through such a new change. We're going from the third to the fourth. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that communication is going to get stronger and stronger. Mm. It's either that or it's going to get worse. One of the two. Oh. Well, if, if you know, the powers that be, it'll get worse. They don't want us coming together and communicating. Better. Exactly. Yep. They want us divided. I mean, they've done everything to prove that. Right. But we're turning. Okay. Now you're going negative. You're going. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> but the, the I other... really wish people would realize we're not black. We're not white. We're tiger eye. Have you ever heard seen tiger eye? All the different. It's a tiger eye. That's the shades we are. We're not white and black. We're tiger eye. Whole freaking bunch of I have to tell the listener, she's pointing at her tiger eye and looking at me like, this is it. And, and, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm getting. And how much coffee did you both have? Zoinks. You guys are going to end up like, what is it? Zeke on South Park? Oh gosh. Your eyes gonna be twitching. (laughs) Yeah. So what is next for the rift? Uh the rift expansion. Um I would like to finally get to the stage that 
uh, Sheila Gay saw uh, and get to the vision that I had mm-hmm. that we're a network um, away. And I love, don't get me wrong, I love blog talk radio. Mm-hmm. I do. They've been so wonderful to us. Uh, they, they're there in response quickly. They try to help. But I would like to eventually become a self-sustained network running on its own server mm-hmm. uh, and being able to go 24-7. That would be great. Uh, yeah. And other types, not just paranormal and spiritual, but, you know, different talk shows. And that's that's the other thing we're aiming as things is we're offering now a little bit more. Um, we have another show that we're hopefully going to have come to the air. Uh, that's with Crystal Infinity, mm-hmm. a bit of a a different show because they're going to explain and talk about different stones and gems and what the meaning is in history. Wonderful. Um, would like to get a, a ufology show on oh, the network. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, um, a cryptozoologist mm-hmm. um, crypto show, and, and just round it out, you know. So I think getting the network to be more rounded is my goal and self-sustaining. So even if three hours, we get three hours a day uh, with blog talk. Um, If we can take those three hours and make it the best we have for Monday through Friday, well, Sunday, uh, because we leave Saturdays open for special events and then like tomorrow night is the anniversary show. So we call that when we have a show, live on facebook it's called uh riff nation that's where uh all the hosts are spotlighted you get to talk to them on free uh free flow there's no script there is no platform uh there is no uh i'm trying to find the word that i was getting ready to say it It just got stuck right nose no specific topic okay i'll go with that it's like sitting Right. It's like a phone call. Yeah. Yeah. They, they get to ask any question and say what they need to say. Exactly. And it, it's it's open to all the travelers. Um, and tomorrow night we'll be on Blog Talk Radio and on Facebook. Uh, so we're going to open the phone lines and let people call in and talk to any of the hosts that show up, any of the guests or any of the past uh, people who may call in if they wish to make their comments or say hello or even a happy anniversary. And that's all they want to do. We just want to hear from the travelers because really it's their birthday. Uh, I think it's just awesome. You guys have been doing this five years. It's been a trip. God. That's been three. Yeah. No. Why are you shaking your head? No. No, three? I have probably maybe two. Two. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it been, a, it's it's been a, a wonderful it took him a while. Years. It took him a while to talk me into get on coming on the show with That's him. That's true. It did. <laughs> I had to rib her a little bit here and there. And then, you know, she was kind of shy about wanting to do it. She's like, she didn't know because she she doesn't like taking pictures or anything like that. Well, that's back when it wasn't even live. And then he gets <laughs> me to join and then decides, oh, now we're doing live. Oh, my. <laughs> You know why, yeah. Kat? Because we have to do our makeup, our hair. <laughs> right. You know, right now we're just a voice. But after getting up at four o'clock in the morning and baking cookies, the last thing right. I want to do is put on my eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I 
completely understand that. And, and that's the that's the good part now that I will say is what's what Didi you just said was at least on air show, mm-hmm. it's not like a normal live, okay? Because the guests, all they do is call in. They could be in their underwear. They could be drinking yeah. beer. They yeah. could be drinking. They get to be. They're not on video. Right. Kat and I, you know, and our, and our other hosts, whoever joins us, um, like give a little props to John Stevens, who joins us every three months from right. Para, Virginia Paranormal Events. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have special people like that that join us at the table or at the Cosmic Coffee table. And, uh, you know, we have that. But really, a, the guests call in. Mm-hmm. Chat and they're not seen and they can be more free. That's the part I love too, is the fact that they are free and relaxed. Yeah, well that's why I put tape over my video. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Cat, you tell him. <laughs> On her phone, she puts a tape right across her phone so she can't see us live. I can read like, the call oh, and I don't have to watch the video. Yeah. I'm like my God, okay. <laughs> you know, us women are very particular. What can I say, Howie? Yeah, you are kidding. It makes you self-conscious. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just makes yeah. me... I can't see it. I'm not self-conscious about it. Or at least a little less self-conscious about it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I performed for like 30 years, and I'm very subconscious. You know, it, it's weird. A lot of us performers that were on stage at one point or another, it's amazing to me how much stage fright we had. Oh. So now it's like now when we do this podcasting, we're, we're so relaxed because we've already been. We've already. Nobody been sees of, us, Howie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're a picture. We're a picture, and we're relaxed. And I used to look for exit signs when I danced. Literally, I'd look around going, okay, if I need to run, where can I go? I used to, like, get sick before performing. Yes. Now, there was one time, I'm going to bring this up because the way you just said that. There was one time we were performing for uh, uh, Jerry Lewis Telethon Mm -hmm. uh, here in Richmond. Um, and the band was getting ready to go on at the time I was playing Beartown and I looked around and there was no place for me to run. I couldn't hide. <laughs> I was, I was like, it's thousands of people. and I got nowhere to go. Don't F this up, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pressure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I totally yeah. understand. Completely. <laughs> I was playing with Sounds of Swing then. You're a musician. I am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my goodness. What do you play? Uh, I played Barry. I played alto and soprano. Um, I fiddle with the keyboard, but I don't really play it. Mm -hmm. But I I did it, I think. I've never heard you. Yes, you did. You heard me playing at Selma. I was playing the piano at Selma. It (laughs) wasn't that remarkable. Okay. Um, (laughs) I... I fiddle with a guitar, so. I can't read me. I, I can't sing or play an instrument. The only thing I could play are zills, so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I danced for 30 years, so that that was my instrument, of course, but. Hey, you, that's your instrument. 
I think that's another thing is uh, people, we all are, are different. We all have our skills and we mm-hmm. all have next. Hey. It's like, I'm really good at creating events and, and creativity in that direction where Kat is amazing with jewelry. Her jewelry is absolutely amazing. Now, so, Kat, do you design jewelry? Yeah, not really. I just, I make jewelry for people as gifts. I've never sold any jewelry or made it. And we've been talking to her. She's like, we've got to. Me, Sherry Lynn, Steve, and Liz Custlow, we've all said, you've got to do this. And this is not doing it, man. (laughs) Well, I mean, in order to like a large production, you actually have to put money into it first. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Any business. Absolutely. I use the beads that I use on my jewelry are stones. They're not, you know, glass beads. I, well, no, I use, I use a lot of hematite. So that's healing and protection, I guess. Um, but I love black tourmaline. That's probably my favorite. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a really good stone. I think everybody. I I believe so too. She made a beautiful necklace for me using it. And then it has uh, the angelic table, uh, the arch table, Mm -hmm. uh, charm on it and it's an absolutely gorgeous piece i'm just like i if i win i can wear it i take it with me everywhere especially on investigations or uh, events that we do such as you know the gettys uh, gettysburg uh battlefield bash mm-hmm. uh, we did events for um uh, again selma mansion at the preserving history at mm-hmm. selma mansion uh a warrior at at the pajama factory uh so the Williamsport uh, Paracon. Right. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So are you guys going to have any events this year coming up? This year? Hopefully the Gettysburg Bash. I'm looking forward to the Gettysburg Bash. Hopefully. That is so fun. Tell my Gettysburg Bash. Bash. Gettysburg Bash is. The Gettysburg Battlefield Bash uh, is created or was created and is pushed by Steve and Pamela Berry, mm-hmm. uh, a paranormal event that takes place annually now uh, in the town of Gettysburg during the time uh, when the war took place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is only a weekend, and it's for the Wounded Warrior Value um, Organization. So all the money that's raised, et cetera, uh, goes to the Wounded Warrior Foundation. Awesome. Um, you have really special people. You actually have Batman at shows up. It's, it, there's a <laughs> lot of paranormal people. people in the in the field that actually come to it. So it's mm-hmm. a lot of people that get to see each other where they haven't seen each other in a long time. Yeah. Awesome. People- and then the people, of course, coming to the town's events are, you know, can take place and come see um, what's taking the battlefield bash, and that's really exciting. And after the bash during the during the event time, we get to go spooky looky. We get to go look and spend some time in the battlefield ourselves. <laughs> cool. We had some good experience. Yeah, and, and this time I have some um, new toys. <laughs> I have some night binoculars or goggles, rather. I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Night goggles, night vision vision goggles that can see pretty dang good. And I'm looking forward to those fields. And they kids video and pictures. And then your other dual sticker. 
So tell my guest what the date is of this. It is August 21st. Yeah, 20, 21st and 22nd. Of this year? Uh, of yeah. this year. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh, my goodness. How cool. A few weeks. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, you, you're going to meet and see people. <clears throat> uh, wow. Jeremy Leonard, the occasion is going to be there. Wow. Hold oh, on. We haven't seen the, if you uh, haven't seen Jeremy and Tammy forever, it'll uh, be awesome. Uh, Bill Freeman from uh, Summer Mansion will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh Oh, what the beard. I forgot his name. Honey Collector. Why is his name always? John Zappas? John oh, Zappas. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be there too, huh? I've seen him at a couple of, met him at a couple of events. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He seems like he'd be really sweet. Yeah. He is. He's so down to earth. And, it's, you know, it's just like a conversation with anybody. He's not like stuck up or into himself or. <laughs> You know, one of those people that said, well, you are wrong. This is the way it is, period. Oh. I, <laughs> I hope yeah. somebody wouldn't say that about the paranormal, because what is what is oh, normal? <laughs> oh, experts and shit. What I'm is that? There's no such thing. We have no idea what the paranormal is. That's why it's You're paranormal. an egotistical twit is what you are. <laughs> yes, I said it, because everybody knows I don't care. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, this sounds like an amazing event. I'm an expert. This sounds like a lot of fun. It really is. I was I was just trying we to jump last in last year, but because of COVID, it got canceled. But we yeah. still had a good. A lot of people still showed up from the field. I'm sorry. I was trying to see if I could find the banners real quick so I could give some information of yeah. people who listeners could hear. And I don't know what I did with it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, I know exactly where it's at. Bear with me just a second, and I can give you a list. Okay. I can't believe I just did this. I can. Uh, <laughs> nice. The technical difficulties that are Howie's fault. Okay, my boy. <laughs> Jeez, look, he's ribbing me. Put some barbecue on it, if you would. Oh, did you like that? Pretty good. <laughs> I got some tempeh we could barbecue. Oh, oh, that was good too. Yeah, you know us vegetarians. What can I say? Right, right. I should be vegetarian, but I, yeah, I, can't. I can't. I can't. A burger calls to me. A burger calls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um, I am one of those animal loving folk. I just can't do it. I can't do it. I feel you. Oh, no, I love animals. I adore them, and I appreciate their sacrifice. Uh, <laughs> sacrifice. Oh, said. I am a Beyond. Have you guys had Beyond Burgers yet? Yeah, I didn't care for it. No? Gonna, See, I haven't no. had meat in, like, oh, years and years. So, to me, mm. it tastes just like meat, but I don't remember what meat tastes like. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, see, there's a good point. Exactly. Those that are saying it tastes just like meat, it does not. Yeah, nope. because we haven't had meat in 100 years, so. Right, exactly. So it's it's a close simile, I guess. Yeah, well, texture-wise, maybe. I don't know. So for the Gettysburg Bash, let me just show out a couple of names so people can, um, you know, get a good grasp. Sure. Talking people like Eric Knapp and Stephanie Hutnick. Um from Destination America. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're also 
going to be experiencing um, John and Chris from uh, New Jersey Paranormal. Uh, um, Also, uh, Stephanie Burke, psychic medium from TLC. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, Scott Porter will be there from Tennessee Wraith Chasers. Okay. Uh, You're also going to uh, come across and meet Mustafa. He will be there from uh, Ghost Hunters on Mm A&E. I don't know who he is. I stopped watching Ghost Hunters a long time ago. Yeah, oh. so uh, I'll go there. I'm not going to get nasty. Um, <laughs> uh, who was that? Oh, um, Mark Nesbin from Ghost of Gettysburg, mm-hmm. the actual man who wrote the book. Cited. He's going to be. Awesome. Yep. Um, and let's see here. Carl Johnson and James Anito. They mm-hmm. will both be our demonologists. Um, oh, and. It looks like, uh, hold on, a special guy. Uh, Sean Austin, of course, will be there from Ghost Loop. Mm-hmm. I'll just keep going. Uh, <laughs> Gavin, <laughs> uh, Deanna Simpson will be there. Jeff, uh, Jeff Leeper, he's from Destination America. Right. He's mm-hmm. uh, Sam Bodelli, author. Is Melissa coming out? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I'll have to find that out. Melissa Leeper is Jeff Leeper's sister. Yep, she's a dear friend of ours. Love Melissa. Uh, Chris Hammond, Haunted Hammy, he will be there too. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing him. Is he going to bring his girlfriend? Oh, I hope so. She's a sweetheart from what it looks like. Oh, Chris Sanders will be there too. Oh, Jack Kenna and Carly Hall. Um, Jack and Carly are awesome. Oh, incredible. Love him to death. Dave Spinks. Um, Wow. Wow. The list is huge. It is. It's three, 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 three. A lot of people oh, that you on. don't see very, very often exactly. you know, coming together because they're from so many different places. And it's, it's really cool. Yeah, that's the other thing. Many backgrounds showing up because there's not just that, but you got mediums and spiritualists mm-hmm. and demonologists. demonologists. Yep. That's, well, one sure thing, that's one thing I haven't had on my show yet is a demonologist. Yeah, we oh, we can hook up. Well, hook me yeah. up. I'd love to talk to one. That's it's kind of unknown to me, even though I grew up. The demonologist, did we? Uh, that's a good question. We were talking to him about general stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, James Anito is really good. Again, mm-hmm. Jeremy Lynn, Asian demonologist. He's a great guy. He's just so freaking funny. Busy though. Yeah. You get him talking, and I'll tell you, your stomach is going to hurt. You're laughing so hard. Oh, yeah. He sounds like someone I'd love to have on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need. Oh, yeah. definitely. He's a character. He's awesome. Yeah. His wife is cool too, so if you can get her sweetheart. on the phone. She's just as funny. Yeah, she's absolutely. That weird. is so cool, and that is such a specialized field. Hmm. Well, you know what? It's not as specialized as people think because it's very broad. It's very wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's not just dealing with Catholic demons. It, it's dealing with all the different types of negative spirits throughout the religions. So people, wow. they've got to realize how much research they're like. Um, a, dear, a friend of ours, Garrett Gearhart, is still going to Liberty University um, to keep up on his demonology. So, yeah. Yeah, very ancient, I would suppose, because you have Islam, you have Hinduism, you have religions that have have that. 
Right. I mean, think about this. And this is what gets me in trouble a lot of times is I'll use the word demon, mm-hmm. but looking at it from my point of view, but everybody thinks a cat, the Catholic version of demon, but nobody realized that Hindus have their own terminology of demon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about terminology too. Well, when you get in the field, you got to be careful. Well, it's it's not only that, but when you do a whole house cleansing, um, if the occupants aren't with the religion that's doing the house cleansing, it could cost. Instead of helping, they're not going to have anything. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. It's- yeah necessary for driving it out and if you don't have any faith on what's being done i don't think it's going to have the effectiveness that it needs to so when you're doing house cleansing you should know about all these different religions and what different religions believe in for cleansing yep Mm -hmm. so that you can appropriate to that family and that home instead of you know this this okay do some sage and Mm -hmm. and read from yeah, I think house cleaning, cleansing and cleaning and all of that, I think it goes a lot deeper than we think. It does. It does. Yeah, because you got to think about the energy that's been brought into that house by other mm-hmm. people. Just you got to think about your own energy. What did you create? What is your intent? Oh, there's that magic word again. Intent and agenda. Oh, yes. And how do we make our home and who made the home before we did? I live in an old home, so... Mm-hmm. Did you do the research on it before you bought it? I did. It was built in 1938, and the actual is really rare because it's a bungalow from 1938, and oh, wow. the brick on the outside is from a factory from the 1800s. It's still stamped. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so we have. It was so funny because when I when we were painting the house before we moved in with my whole tribe of animals <laughs> um, and my husband looks at me he goes looked at him and he goes did you see that cat or did you bring in a cat? I go what the black and white one? He goes yeah the one that just walked past me and disappeared into the wall. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's the black and white cat that our cats have always played with since we've been here. That is awesome. I love to hear tales about that because you don't get to hear enough of it. Yeah. A lot of people ask me if I think, you know, animals stay as well. And I think some of them do. Whatever. I think they have actual, there's, if humans can create a uh, type of uh, residual energy, mm-hmm. any, any living object can create residual energy. Absolutely. So I see those spirit animals as being residual as well. And yeah. animals have a soul. Absolutely. Yep. You know, and I, I remember before we moved here, we had this beautiful black chow chow named Oz. And he had cancer. And I remember walking down my steps and I had, at the time I had Abby Dog, Oz, and a Japanese chin named Yoda Jedi. And we're all going, we're all going down the steps and having a good old morning. And I went to hand him the treats and Oz wasn't there, but I just had my hand on this big chow chow. And he had died in his sleep. Aww. Aww. 
Yeah. He was there. I mean, I touched him. I almost handed him his morning treat, and he was not there. <laughs> I'm a big animal sap person that rescues anything. So is Cat. There's another thing you have in common. Hey, Cat, have you ever tried to rescue a coyote and didn't know it was one? No, I can't say that I ever have done that. I was driving one night and I'm driving and I see this dog. I think it's a dog. And I pull over and I'm like, come on, baby. Come on, come on. And it starts coming toward me and a cop pulls right behind me and he goes, ma'am. Yes. He goes, that is not a dog. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. It wants the tree. He goes, ma'am, that is a coyote. (laughs) He goes, get it in your car. I'm like, Oh, I'm an idiot. Well, to me, it just looked, you know, I wasn't real familiar with coyotes. I'm, I'm from Dayton, Ohio. So, <laughs> and you know, we didn't used to be that way here in Virginia either. They were actually brought into Virginia to help the deer population. It didn't work. <laughs> Introduced to Ohio, apparently too. And then I moved to Fort Wayne and I see them here too. So I had a whole pack of, uh, pack of them living behind me at my old cabin. That was interesting. Uh, they are cute. People say they're cute. They, they, they have a personality. They do, <laughs> and uh, they come right towards you sometimes, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's good on that one. <laughs> I know, he's probably hoping, does that chick have a Big Mac in there? <laughs> a vegetarian, sorry, dog. <laughs> Just put a between you know your palm and your top of the hand we're good yeah (laughs) i don't have anything but this dorito (laughs) excited by what you guys are doing your your podcasting your expansion the gettysburg thing which you need to send me information on so i could post it oh sure absolutely yeah i'm getting ready to work on that tonight as a matter of fact yes i'll be working please and to be working on the uh, anniversary show tonight. Yep. Oh, wonderful. I am so proud of you guys. And I'm so honored that you came back on to talk with me about you your anniversary. This is a blast. Yeah, we have a great time. Especially on the, the day of our anniversary of the network. Absolutely. I was just like, I was like, yes, this can't be better. <laughs> It's just astounding. I just think I love my paranormal friends and I just want to thank you, you know, educating people and getting the word out there. Well, that's what, that's what this network's about. That's why I created it. Giving a voice to the people and education and mentoring because there's too many people out there. Oh boy. Okay. I'm going to say this real quick. I know we're short, but I'm going to say it. (laughs) There's too many out there talking about themselves and too many people out there uh, too many of these podcasts going, oh, we did this, or I'm just doing it for this. The whole purpose behind the Orion Effect, why I changed the name from the Riff Radio to the Orion Effect, is because I wanted to give it a universal expansion. I want to educate people. I wanted to talk to people, give people the opportunity. Now, this here's the big one. Give people the opportunity to communicate to people that they may have never been able to or will never be able to by communicating by phone or by messaging in the chat room and being able to talk to the people that they hold as iconic or uh, as a high-profile person. And I like people on that deserve to be on. 
Absolutely. Not, not just because you're on TV. There's a lot of wonderful people with brilliant minds out there that nobody knows about mm-hmm. because, and I want to put them above the trench and shine the light on them because these are the people that are making the difference. Absolutely. I agree. You're totally right about that. Absolutely. I, one of my teachers in dance once said, some of the most talented, some of the most knowledge, knowledgeable people are never known. Exactly. And they're the teachers. And, yeah. And you know what? Because if you have to brag about it, then it's not the way it is. True. If you have to brag mm-hmm. about it, you're talking. Exactly. But I'm also going to flip this. A lot of people, and even Kat has brought this. Why did you go by the hitman or make kind of fun of it? Well, I've never done that. Yeah, you did. You, I asked you what the hitman stood for. That you, was it. You always gave me hassle. <laughs> Oh, you're done. no, he, no, no, no. <laughs> he created a hit list and that's I what did. I made fun of. Oh, oh well, the hit list. It was giving props to the people who support us and the, the, the people on Facebook and all that. <laughs> Thank you for watching. You're now on the hit list. <laughs> yeah, you're on the hit list. I mean, come on. How can you take that on? <laughs> and she's, oh, that's ridiculous. That's not ridiculous. <laughs> Tell people you're putting them on a hit list. But it's a persona, and that's the thing, Dee Dee. The way I get people's attention is a persona. This is me. The top hat, the white coat, whatever. This is me. I am real. I'm not hiding and going, I'm not like that. Bull crap. (laughs) If I I could be like adamant, I'd be wearing the the entire adamant thing. Because I just... I love adamant. Right? So he is comfortable in himself. He is a wonderful person and he has such a great persona. And it's, mm-hmm. that's, that's why I did it because I want to grab people's attention to draw them to the network to see what we're doing. I am the focal point because I am the director. Okay. but <laughs> It could be any worse than why I call myself DD. Uh, okay. Dexter's okay. Lab, little sister, you know, the big sister, DD. Yeah, Dexter's Laboratory. Love Dexter's Laboratory. Yes. What the- My son used to watch that. Love Dexter. Yep. Dexter. Yeah. That and Jimmy Strong. That's where I get brain blast from. Brain blast. Yep. Oh my gosh. We're aging ourselves, kids. It's okay. It's, I can go. I can get a lot worse. It's pretty sad when those were my kids' te- my kids' cartoons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I never had kids, so they're kind of like cartoons. <sighs> okay, Dee Dee, well, I'm going to go right back. I'm going to pass Cat right now and go, do you remember Lost Saucer? No. It's back in the 70s. It was a TV show. See, that's that's another thing. I remember that was Speed a, Racer. Speed Racer. Um, oh, I mean, we won't even get into the television. We'll get back and all that again. Oh, my gosh. Grape Ape. I mean, Grape Ape. Oh, I love Grape Ape. Oh, wait. So if we're talking about Grape Ape, you know who goes with Grape Ape, right? Sidman and the Sea Monsters. Zoom, zoom, zoom! Speed Buggy! Oh, oh I love Speed, speed Buggy. Yeah. Sigmund and the... Oh, the Sigmund and the Sea Monster. Oh, wow. Puff and Stuff. Yeah. yeah no, see, <laughs> Have you ever seen that now? That we're adults? Yeah, it's like somebody's on acid. Well, like, know what that- as, kid, as a kid, I thought that was the most wonderful show. Yeah. And now you got to be on drugs to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was it in the 90s? There were Tubby Tellies. Oh, my uh, gosh. I never understood I that. I think thing. I was on drugs when I was watching it, but I wasn't. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I could, no. no. Thank God my son never got into that. No, or Barney. No. I'm oh. so thankful. Oh, oh well, what did we have? We didn't uh, have Barney, but we had something. Hippo. New Zoo Review. New Zoo Review. Oh. Yeah, okay. You got a good point. Yep, we had and, that in Fraggle Rock. And I love right? Fraggle Rock. Fraggle oh Rock. Oh, my God. I love that show. That is like was, one of my teenager. favorite shows. Anything Muppets, I'm into. <laughs> love the Muppets. Love them. Yeah, we can get this can go to a whole nother another comic. show. Let's see what does that have yeah. to do with the paranormal. Well yeah. they were inspirational on a level. <laughs> and has collapsed upon itself. <laughs> yes. Grab a white towel. Oh my goodness. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming on the Twilight Tonic and having fun with me on a Friday night. Oh, we had a blast. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank oh. you. Oh.